0: Hello, my friend. Today is a good day. You know why? Because we're breathing right now, because we get to serve God, because God is good, and because you're listening to the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Evangelist Mike McCurry, and I'm so thankful that you are listening right now. Now, not long ago, I had the opportunity during a missions conference to teach or preach to the young people, ages uh, may have been as low as five years old or so, all the way up to 14 or 15, had them in front of me there, and we were talking about missions work. We were talking about what we do here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. Of course, many of you would know that we print and distribute gospel tracks and send them around the world free of charge, and I got to communicate this burden to the young people to see people accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. It was really, it was so much fun. I love the opportunity to do youth work. Some of my fondest memories go back to my time as a teenager. And at a very young age, I'm saying, let's see, 15 or 16 myself, I got to preach to or teach the entire junior church that we were at, or the church we were at in Kansas. And at one time, it got as big as 80 or 90, 95 young people in front of me, and I pulled out all the stops. No joke, I learned how to do some mild or some mediocre illusionist tricks, some magic tricks, if you will, just to keep their attention. And Thankfully, they were well-behaved kids, And but there's something about illusions that grab people's attention. Anyway, so I was talking not long ago, just a few weeks ago, to these young people at a missions conference, and I attempt to, I desire to... Learn their names. I had maybe just 15 or 16 in front of me at this time. Good church, actually not too far from where we're based here in central Illinois. And I was talking to those young people, learning their names. And there was one young man that wouldn't give me his name. Now, it wasn't because he didn't have the ability to. There just seemed to be some reluctance, and I was having trouble figuring out why. I was going through and learning everyone's names, and I do not have the greatest memory necessarily, but I was trying to by the close of the time together, and I did. I learned all of their names except for this one. Now, one of his classmates told me his name, and he just seemed somewhat reserved and shy. And so I played it off as a joke. I didn't really uh, push him too hard necessarily, but... Afterwards, I realized because I was able to get two or three words out of him after everyone else had left. And I think we had an extra a candy bar or something that we had given away for a trivia time. And of course, he didn't want to answer any of those questions either. And I realized that he had a very slight, at least from my eyes, a very slight speech impediment. And it took me back to my childhood. You may not be able to imagine this, but there was a time that I would have been a little averse to talking. Now, I never met a stranger. I normally am pretty much an extrovert. I don't have a problem talking to people. I, I enjoy alone time too, but there was a time when I was a, a young person I mean, four, five, six, seven, eight or so when I would have troubles with a few particular sounds. And at times, I would be made fun of for it. Now this is not a pity party for Micah, okay? Right now, but when I realized that young man had a little bit of an issue, and one of the sounds that it was evident he had issue with was one that I had t- had an issue with when I was a child too, and it threw me back to where I was as a seven-year-old and trying to figure out how to say things without using that sound or those words, if you know what I'm talking about. And so I got down on one knee. Right on his level and was talking about communication. Just me talking to him and just saying, Hey man, don't ever be ashamed of your name. And don't be ashamed of the way you communicate either. God made you just the way you are, and we talked for just a few moments and he opened up just a little bit. I won't give you his name for his sake right now. But the thought that we're going to dwell on today, we're going to talk about communication. And I know we got a little bit from the effervescent self that I opened the broadcast with, the joyful and the bubbly self that I did. I know we've kind of brought things down just a little bit here, but we're going to talk specifically about communicating your burden. I hope today that you have a burden for someone or something. I'm not talking about a weight of depression or a weight of despair or a situation of life that that's pressing you down. I mean a burden that you're carrying a spiritual burden for someone else. Maybe there's someone in your life you'd like to see except Christ. Maybe there's someone that you know needs to be brought back into fellowship to a relationship with God Almighty. There's two reasons why you might not communicate that burden. And we're going to give just a short introduction to that today. But number one, it might be because you don't have confidence in your in your communication ability. Number two, it may be because you don't like the burden that you have maybe you don't think it's worth communicating. We're going to talk about that more in just a second. It's kind of funny. I find myself here now on, I don't know, 60, 70, 80, maybe 100 radio stations nationwide communicating with people. And here I was a kid with a little bit of a speech impediment. Did you know that God can use you? Did you know that God blessed you the exact way he wanted to, with the exact skills and talents and abilities that God wanted to give you? Today, we're going to listen to a song in just a moment. We've been doing this for the past couple of weeks, and we're going to listen to one of my favorite songs by one of my favorite groups. These folks are actually personal friends of mine. If you don't know their name, it's the Rains family. They're good folks. Now, of course, you can Find them online and all of those things. But I'd like you to listen in just a moment to a song that Miss Natalie Rains. She'll be singing in just a moment after her dad starts the song off, I believe. But she actually wrote this song. She actually wrote every song that you're gonna hear this week and probably next as well. She does a great job, but their family has such a Christ-likeness, has such a desire to serve God, especially in the realm of music. I'm excited to share this song, but I want you to think about the words. I am so blessed. Take a few moments and listen in.
1: I stand here and think about just what he's done. I start counting my blessings one by one. I do not deserve all that he's done for me, but I'll praise him for Give me such blessings that fill up my life. For Satan I win. I am amazed that he take the time to give me such blessings that fill up my life. things that fill up my life. God is so good. I cannot express how thankful I am. I am so blessed.
0: Wow. Wasn't that good? That blessed my heart. I am so blessed. I love that song. I hadn't realized that she actually wrote it. I've heard that song before, and I'd be curious. Let me know if that's the first time you've ever heard that song, or maybe you knew that song. You just didn't know who wrote it. If you would, text me. If you've, if you've never heard the song before, text me and let me know. Or if you had heard it before, and that's your first introduction to the author of the song, text me, 309-316-7240, and let me know, 309 309- Three one six seven two four zero. 316-7240. Before we jump into the book of Nehemiah, that's where we will be. Find your place in the book of Nehemiah, chapter number two. Before we get there, though, I'd like to talk to you about a burden of mine. You see, here at Bible Tracks, we put out gospel tracts for free around the world. And one that God let me write a little over a year ago now is called Overwhelmed. Now it speaks to the state of the world. And here's what it says on the inside. These are trying times. You might have noticed that they're tumultuous times. It seems like everywhere you look, something's changing and shifting. But it continues on all around us. There's uncertainty and unrest. We have experienced COVID-19 disasters, rumors of wars and conflicts around the world, and it's very easy to become overwhelmed. So where do we turn? What can we do? How do we overcome fear? Well, this gospel track right here will tell you all about that. You can find it at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. Order, if you will, a sample packet. It's one each of every gospel track that we currently produce. You can find those again for free. Fine. Nehemiah chapter number two, we're talking, we're beginning to introduce the concept of communicating your burden. Nehemiah chapter two and verse number 16 says this. And the rulers knew not whither I went or what I did. Neither had I as yet told it to the Jews, nor to the priests, nor to the nobles, nor to the rulers, nor to the rest that did the work. Then said I unto them, Ye see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lieth waste, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come, and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem, that we be no more a reproach. Now, we don't have time to get into the context of this passage, but I've got to ask you something. Do you have a burden on your heart? Do you feel the need to communicate that burden? Well, Nehemiah did. You see, his city was laid waste. The walls were broken down. The people were afflicted. It was a bad situation. The people were greatly distressed. And Nehemiah, by night, went and looked at the situation. He realized, I've got to communicate this burden. Let me ask you, do you have a burden? Secondly, will you stick around tomorrow to learn more about how to communicate your burden? Thanks for listening today. God bless.